What's up, YouTube? I'm Robert, and this is the Biker Bar podcast live stream. I feel like I say this every time that I say that, but man, I really like saying that. I just, <laughs> it's really fun for me to say podcast live stream. I don't know. There's like some like British humor or something like that to it that just like tickles me inside or something. So here we are, episode 70. Holy shit, man. I can't believe I've done 69 of these already now. So 70 today. That's amazing. Thanks everybody for tuning in. I appreciate it. It's a, it's going to be a good show tonight. We got MTB Allen here on. And uh, before we get started, I want you guys to know, I love my sponsors. You guys know who the sponsors are? If you listen to the show, you know who the sponsors are. The sponsors are everybody at Patreon. You know why? Because you guys are actually the ones that are willing to put your money on this channel and support it and back it. I apparently can't find any like dollar shave clubs or um, um, miscellaneous bike parts from China or like some really cool mobile game on Apple or Google play to sponsor the show. So what I'm looking for is guys like you. I really appreciate it. No, like the joking aside, seriously, everybody that's on Patreon. Thank you very much. I truly appreciate it. If you guys want to support the channel too, please do so at Patreon or I don't know where you can do it. You can do patreon.com slash biker B one K E R. I think I have like patreon.biker.com. Somebody could try it and tell me in the comments. I don't know. Maybe I'm lying. Who knows? Anyways, if you enjoy the channel and you want to see more of it, please like and subscribe the video and like the video, subscribe to the channel. That's the deal. Because I had a goal at the beginning of the year when I, or not the beginning of the year, but the beginning of this season. And I wanted to see this channel get to like 10,000 or close to it within a year. And we're not tracking there. So if you really want to see this podcast stay alive, then hit the subscribe button because I want to see like a certain number of growth to know that, Hey, this is actually worth my time. People like it. Nobody's subscribing. I don't know that. So if you're listening to this on like a, a podcast app, like Spotify or Apple podcast, Google play, something like that, write a review. Those are really fun to read. And um, I'm assuming they do something to make the algorithm be like, this is awesome. So please do that. If you guys want some content that's free, go to Instagram or, or Facebook and check out at or slash biker B1. So B1KRB1. And uh, there's a bunch of stuff up there. You don't have to pay for it. Just get it free. Like the way the internet's supposed to be wild, wild west, right? <laughs> Anyways, let's go ahead and get started here. We're going to go ahead and bring MTB Allen on. What's up, Alan? How's it going, man? Uh, it's going well. How are you? Dude, I'm doing good, man. I, I've had a couple of IPAs, so I'm like, I'm, I'm all primed. I'm ready to go, dude. <laughs> <laughs> nice. How about you? You a beer drinker? Uh, I'm not actually a drinker. I don't. Not a drinker uh, at all? No, no drink at all. Although right now I'm taking advantage of like an increasing number of craft breweries that do just non-alcoholic beer or do like really good non-alcoholic beer oh sweet dude so you you like the non-alcoholic but you just don't like the you don't like the uh the carb the the extra alcohol yeah yeah that's cool yeah, dude yeah it's that's kind of how i am but I'm, i've got what do i got i got an athletic brewing company upside down oh that's right on right now pretty good yeah. what, what kind yeah. of brew is it like an ipa or something or uh um i think this is like a like a lager or something yeah, that's what it tastes like. That's really interesting. Yeah, it's like a lager. 
I wish they um, made beer that was like zero calories. Yeah, you know, I don't know about you, but <laughs> I don't smoke pot, but like it's legal out here in California. And I'm always like, man, I wish I was a pothead because you get high all day and not have any calories. <laughs> you drink a bunch of beer, you're like, oh shit, there went everything for the day, right? Hey, <laughs> no, you're gonna have calories with marijuana as well because yeah, you, get I guess the, so. <laughs> you get the munchies and <laughs> damn it. I thought yeah. I was on to something. Yeah, I guess no, so. No, you just kind of have to it. deal with the calories. Back to the <laughs> math. Yeah, <it's>, yeah. <laughs> How do you get six pack abs? It's right. Math. I was actually um, thinking about this the other day. I was like, oh man, I want to do a, a April Fool's video this in 2021. And because you know I've been doing this weight loss thing, and I'm just gonna like, right. I was thinking, I was like I'm just going to like tell everybody like be all serious. I'm like, I need to level with you guys. The channel is going <laughs> to go down. I'm going to have to bring the channel down because you guys saw me lose all this weight. It actually right. hasn't been through diet. I'm hooked on meth <laughs> and I need to go to, to rehab. So, so, so anybody that listens to the, the channel, right? Gonna, yeah. like, change the channel name to like something like meth oriented. Right. So anybody that listens to this podcast, you guys will know in April if that's what I really mm -hmm. do. Anyways, <laughs> uh, whisk. Uh, Kevin Quint Adventure says whiskey is keto friendly. Yeah, it's, I think it's friendly, but I don't think it's keto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because anything alcohol has sugar in it, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You're big on fitness, if, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah, yeah. You're like, you feel like CrossFit or something like that? Yeah, I maybe like media. I'm like medium on fitness. <laughs> uh, medium on fitness. <laughs> like I, I, I really appreciate doing training that helps just kind of the rest of my life out. Uh -huh. And like, so like being able to be on the trail and get up the mountain and do a bunch of descents and not be super tired or beat up from it. Yeah. That's, uh -huh. that's what I like. Yeah. Right on dude. So yeah. do you do CrossFit or what do you do? I do CrossFit. Yeah. That's what I thought. I, you look like you had like a little, little glimmer of crazy in your eyes. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, I don't know if that is required for CrossFit or if that happens as a result of CrossFit. But So is yeah. it true? You have to like sign your name in blood whenever you, you like sign up for CrossFit is like, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's much. what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> these 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 days, you know, you just give like a blood sample. You don't actually have to sign the paper. Oh, okay. You just give a blood sample. Yeah, yeah. that sounds good. Man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they keep it in a little wood cabinet in the back, right. you know, along with the skulls and the candles. Right. They're like, if you ever screw up, we're gonna put this on a crime scene. You're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Better not cheat on your diet. You're going down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, no, CrossFit's CrossFit's really cool. It's it's funny because like people, yeah, everybody you know has likes to you know take the piss out of CrossFit. But if you're a mountain biker, you actually have similar culture, I think, in that like we in mountain biking we like to suffer, you yeah. know, yeah. and we also like the adrenaline, we like the intensity, we like, and then we also like help each other out. And yeah. I think. In general, at least the mountain bikers that I know, we're generally accepting of you yeah. wherever you're at and just try to make it relative to where you're at. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, and I feel like once you're once you start doing CrossFit, you find that like it's kind it's pretty similar to that. I think all the reasons that you just explained are why I don't want to do it because I know <laughs> like me personally, I'm like, ah, those guys, yeah, I can talk all kinds of shit from this side of, of the camera right now. But as soon as I step foot into a CrossFit gym, I'm like, I'd be all in. Cause yeah. I have that like all or nothing kind of personality. And just like mm -hmm. what you said though, too, I think it's like, for me, I, I, I like, like, um, kind of line it up with my, like my time in the military you know, they like you enjoy the suck, 
You, you know what yeah. I mean? And you enjoy the camaraderie of the suck. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like, that's the same reason that, that I like mountain biking. It's like, there's a whole bunch of shitty stuff that we do. Like there's a lot of mount. Like if you do time, like shitty time versus fun time <laughs> on a bike, like really most of the ride is shitty. Right. Like, like you're climbing for 45 minutes and descending for 10. Right. You you know what I mean? So, right, 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 right. Obviously you have to have some kind of screw loose to be like into, into mountain biking. Right. Well, one of the, one of the phrases that you'll hear in a CrossFit gym is it doesn't have to be fun to be fun. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know oh, I love and, it. and and i don't know like i it's it's funny because like you say like that part is shitty right of climbing right. but but really we kind of enjoy it still yeah yeah you know like you you like it and and maybe you don't enjoy it while you're in the middle of it but afterwards you know when yeah. you're in the parking lot and having beers and and then you just kind of can you can dig all that and the descents are just that much more fun as a result i think that's yeah. the reason that like e-bikes is like gets the um kind of like the 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 visceral response that it does because mm-hmm. so many of us like no matter what we all like enjoy the climb even though we say we don't you know what i mean like right right so you feel Other- like go ahead no 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 go ahead i, I was just gonna say so yeah I, I guess that's where like people get the like the the feel like somebody's cheating kind of aspect right. of it and right i don't know i'm sure there's it's still gotta suck just the same right well, it's it's funny you say that because I was just listening to the Path podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's one of my favorite mountain biking podcasts, and they were actually just talking about how, like, the owner of the Path and um, one of the other hosts of the show, they just got e mountain bikes, and they just were talking about how. I mean, they didn't talk about this, but what I heard was it really depends on your personality, right? If you get an E by E mountain bike and mm-hmm. you're not, and you hate the climb, like you actually, there's no love in the climb for you. Right. Uh, you're going to use it to like help you get up the hill. Whereas those riders like, like Tawny and Auk, they, they're aggressive riders, you know, right. they like to freaking go. And so they found themselves like, <laughs> like working harder yeah. because, the more they put into the machine, the more it gave back. Yeah. And so they ended up like pedaling harder up the hills and then having like more fun going up the hills on their e-mountain bikes. And they were saying like, they looked at like their heart rates and their like calories that they put out and then yeah. a ride, they would just put out way more energy on an e-mountain bike ride than they would on a regular ride. I, I, I there, there is not a doubt in my mind that you're a hundred percent right. Or they're a hundred percent right. You, you know what I mean? It's just like, mm-hmm. I know that's what I would do. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not like you're going to go up there and sandbag. Like right. you're like, oh, it's just freaking, it's going on its own now. I'm just pedaling all gingerly. Like, right. like there's, there, there's like a competitor in every one of us that rides. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like, even if you have the the motor, that first time that you do your climb that you're used to doing, they're going to be like, oh, wow, I did that. in like, you know, 50% of the time that, that I did it normally. And then yeah. the next ride you're not anymore comparing it to your like analog bike ride time. <laughs> right. Now you're comparing it to your e-bike time and you have to beat that. Right. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I, the only I kind thing, of a, go ahead. Go ahead. Like I kind of equate it to like those days where I feel really good. Like my mm-hmm. legs just are like ready to go. And yeah. on those days, it's not like I'm thinking, wow, my legs feel really good. So I'm going to chill. 
and just make sure I don't use as much energy. Like right. I want to empty, I want to empty the tank, you right. know, I, right. I want to like finish the day like emptied. Right. And so like I, when I feel good, I go harder. And when I don't feel as good, I don't go as hard. And I kind of yeah. think if I, if I was on any mountain bike, that's, I would probably use it like that, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, the I like to call them. I'm not, I'm not sure about is like, like this is the biggest fear that I have of getting one is like, Right now in not having one, I feel like I could like, like this is a, a e-ride that I'm going to do. And this is an analog ride I'm going to do. And I'm going to like mm -hmm. do these. And, and, and my fear is that I get the e-bike and, and I, I'm like, fuck analog. You, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just <laughs> over it. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it, it's kind of like you drink, like, you know, like, like drink the water or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, eat Drink the Kool-Aid. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, like then you just fall yeah. all in. I maybe, but I, I, again, I haven't actually ridden an e-mountain bike, but mm -hmm. you know, I, I really kind of relate to the hosts of that podcast. And one of the things that they were saying is it is, it is a different kind of work, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you're climbing, you know, because it's a 50 pound bike climbing and descending, you're having to manage it more. And they were saying that when they got back on their acoustic bikes, that they were like, they actually enjoyed them just in a different way. You know, yeah. Um, I think it's maybe kind of like if you're like the difference between, you know, driving a big truck around and then jumping yeah. into a little like sports car. Right. Um, you know, and just it's just different. You know, I, I, I remember like so I used to surf uh -huh. and I had I had like a long board I had a big nine footer. And then I had a little seven footer, like a little, mm -hmm. not, not a short board, but like a fun board. Mm -hmm. And I loved switching between the two. I mean, cause the long board was way easier to catch waves on, mm -hmm. but it came with all the, it was taxed in a different way than the short board was. Mm -hmm. So I, I could, I could totally see that. In my hind, in, in my head, I kind of think, I don't know what the hell just came out of my mouth. In my head, <laughs> uh, I, I, I think to myself, like, you know. You know, I have this amazing full suspension bike, but I still like mm -hmm. riding a hardtail. So it, it, it it's, I go. would assume like in my mind today, mm -hmm. in my mind's eye that like I'd get an e-bike and it would just be another one in the stable. But there's just yeah. really a part of me that questions like, that questions that because yeah. the ability to go and do like, like there was a, a 30 mile ride that I did on my channel recently. I, I've done it again since then. And that's hours of riding, you know, to do that ride. Mm -hmm. I could do that same ride on an e-bike in like probably an hour and a half. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like just mm -hmm. you're, 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 I watch the guys when they're climbing up the main, one of the first main climbs when, when I'm like struggle fest in my way up the hill, they're hitting what apparently there's booters hidden on the side of the road. You, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I never even seen that. I've climbed that yeah. road a thousand times. Never saw that there was a rock that you could jump off of. Like, <laughs> apparently if you have an e-bike come with like special glasses and all of a sudden there's stuff everywhere, you know? So they're yeah. like, they're hauling ass, man. So, um, it, yeah, it, that's the part where it's like, you know, I'm definitely like a, an efficiency person, you know? And mm -hmm. so that idea of like, man, how much more efficient could I be? Like, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Like, I mean, I think, I think like everybody, you know, we, we take our personality into it and I feel like any, anything like that, like when you go to a hard tail from a hard tail to a full suspension, if you get mm -hmm. 
an e-mountain bike or whatever, like your, your personality kind of comes out in that. Mm. And so if somebody's a dick, they're just going to be an e-dick, you know, like when, they're, <laughs> when they're on the e-bike and that's just right. going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I like, so the, there's a park here, right. And it was like 30 minutes from me and it's a, it's a bike park, but you do have to pedal up uh-huh. and, and, and they allow e-bikes there. And I, and I will be pedaling up and you'll have somebody on an e-bike and they'll come up behind you and they will basically behave the way a stronger rider will behave. They'll right. cruise behind you. They'll wait till there's a space to pass. And then they'll say on your left, they'll right. pass. They'll say, thanks. See you later, dude. Cool. Mm-hmm. And then you have the person who like, a lot of times just, they don't even say anything. They just come like, they like buzz past you yeah, or like they like, Chad. yeah, that's what yeah. we call them around here. At least the my group of friends, we call them chads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. They just, they're just, they just act like a chad. And so yeah. you, you see both types, you know, and yeah. you're going to see that, you know, whether it's an e-bike or not on a descent, right. If yeah, somebody's yeah. a slower rider, that whole thing. So I feel like, you know, the, the bike doesn't change that. Yeah, no, totally. You know, that's funny you mentioned that about the descent because are you, I, I have this, like this opinion of, of like trail etiquette that's different than mm. what I, what I grew up with. And what I grew up with was the climbers always got the right away. Right. And, and I kind of, think that's that's stupid and i just wonder if you <laughs> agree with me because i'm like climbing like sucks right <laughs> and like i'm always looking for an excuse to stop and if, right. so if somebody's coming downhill like i a don't want to be the guy fucking up their flow because they're finally getting like the fun part of their ride right and and so mm-hmm. i feel like those rules really should be switched and then whenever i'm out somewhere and i'm climbing like i pull over real quick and and then they slow down i'm like no don't slow down dude <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, get to it i feel like there should be i, I don't know like is there like a way that we could do like I, a, a website or something like a gofundme that's like like <laughs> <laughs> to change a, the a rule. petition a petition signed or something that everybody yeah. can just agree that the downhiller well, I, gets the right away i think it depends on the trail it depends on the trail system Right. Because what we're really talking about in my head, what I see is we're talking about the difference between the time when mountain biking was XC or DH. Mm-hmm. Right. And the types of trails that either of those types of riders were on mm-hmm. or you would take those bikes on. But now with trail bikes and enduro bikes, and especially because a lot of us are really doing enduro style riding. Yeah, totally. Um you know, it's, it's the pattern that you're talking about. You know, the, have you heard the term like wench and plummet? No. What's that mean? Like you like winch yourself up the hill. Like you just have a bike that, that has good enough gearing and <laughs> okay, okay geometry to get, allow you to like wench it up the hill. Oh and then yeah. You yeah. Okay. Like that sounds goal. awesome. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's what a lot of us do now. And so yeah. if that's the pattern, it no longer makes sense that the climbing rider gets the right away. That's actually the trajectory, tra- like the trajectory of my life. Winch and plummet. I, I, <laughs> I'm like, get, this is like life lessons for me right now. Right. <laughs> yeah, but I do but, think it's evolving, and I think it would depend yeah. on the it would depend on the trail because there's like, you know, it's it's funny because one of the local places that I've has been around forever, right? It's mm-hmm. Holdacrooks. It's right down the road. And if you were to ride there five years ago, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people would pull over if they were descending. But that's like totally changed now because people ride it enduro style now. But I think mm-hmm. if you're on a contour trail, like if you're on an XC trail, 
mm-hmm. right? Where there's probably just as much climbing as there is descending on the same trail, you know, then that's where it's just kind of like, that's the gray area. Yeah. So that's I where could, I would I, definitely stop. But I feel like yeah. when you're on like the section, that's like here, like, let, let's just say in Auburn where I ride a lot, this is probably going to be similar to other people's places that they're ride. There's probably like, three or four descents that are like really the ones that make your ride why mm-hmm. you go there right you mm-hmm. know like and those are the ones where you're like i don't want to stop in the middle of mm-hmm. that you know what i mean like oh like, yeah so. there's a there's a trail here there's i mean there's a bunch of trails like this in southern california but one in particular that i can think of is called shoots in mm-hmm. santiago oaks the thing about the trails in santiago oaks is they're all mixed use Mm-hmm. right equestrian hiker yeah, yeah biker and as bikers you you have to give right away to both equestrian and hikers yeah and shoots though is like this steep ridge line it's got like you know um waterfall like rock waterfalls and big berms and it's like super like flowy and stuff yeah it's like be- definitely a bike trail is what you're saying Yes, when you yeah. look at it, it definitely yeah, yeah. is a bike trail, but people will hike up it. Yeah. And you're coming down like this. Yeah, and yeah. then like there's and a mock big... Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's like it's kind of tricky because like because of the way it's set up, like yeah. hikers have every right to be there, but I I I guess to switch gears, but to follow that as well, like I a hundred percent think that almost every trail should just be multi-use. Like, I think we should be able to, like, work it out, man. Honestly, like. I don't know. I, I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what's your reasoning? Well, just okay. Because I, you feel like somebody's going to get hurt? Well, I think there's, I think just be, logistically, yes, like, most trails are going to be multi-use because mm-hmm. it's really hard to, like, convince any kind of municipality that mm-hmm. there's enough, like, there's enough of a contingency that's going to make a bike-specific trail. Because that's really what we're talking about, really. Because uh, trails are just kind of, I think, by default, like foot traffic. And then maybe you can accept horses. And then maybe you can also accept bikes. Yeah, I think um, I'm looking at it from the different perspective. Like, I want all the hiking and the bike and the horse trails to be open to bikes. So, <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, so yeah, I, I think yeah, yeah. there should be more of that. But I also, but the, the, the issue or the the fear I have of that is it reduces the likelihood of having bike specific trails. Yeah. Cause if you think about when you like, if you think you've been to a bike park, you've been uh, to bike actually, parks? no, actually I haven't been to bike park. Okay. But I know what you're it, saying. I, yeah. I know where you're going with that. Yeah. Yeah. Like you would, the stuff that you can do, if you know it's for wheels, mm-hmm. you would you would never do for a hiker. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not building tabletops for hikes or for hikers yeah. or for horses. Yeah, but I feel like even, those. Yeah, but I mean, like, like, what's the point of saying like somebody can't hike that trail? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like just by like <laughs> by because then, then you could go super fast and build tabletops, <laughs> right? But I feel like you could build those trails that way, anyways. And people that hike are going to be like, "Yeah, that's not a, fu- a fun. Hike. I'm not going to do that." <laughs> you okay. know? Yeah, I wish I could agree with you because yeah. like some of the places that I ride, they're jumps and they'll yeah. just be people standing on top of the jump, like taking yeah, selfies. Like yeah. 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 <laughs> or, or like in this, like when I ski, you know, it's like somebody that's like, <laughs> like right over the cusp of the hill, they decide right. to stop right over there. So when you're coming at like <laughs> hauling balls and you're like in the air and you're like, oh, wow, now there's somebody standing there. Decide to eat a yeah. sandwich in the middle of the mountain. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, don't give me don't get me wrong. I I I appreciate all like it takes all users, right? Yeah. To like because we're really talking about preserving wildlands and wilderness and open yeah. spaces and and having users a whole vast types of users really yeah. helps the any organization or whatever the landowners yeah. like take care of that the land manager is cool I they just, want they've got we've got users but yeah i, I feel like that. we just shouldn't be stopping anybody from being outside i, I guess that's what I it comes down to with me totally you know totally but i, I think the two are not mutually exclusive i think you yeah. could do you could have it and it actually might even be better because imagine if you had you know a a grade somewhere and you had a contour trail for hiking Mm-hmm. So that's a climbing and, trail for the bikers. <laughs> right. And then right. you could have a descending trail that is set up such that like people that are hiking could actually like watch you. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. So they could you come I mean? like kind of come by it or something like that. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I don't know. That's, that's what I like. You know, I just know that there's a lot of like, especially now in like Orange County, there's like uh, so much conflict between like, dude, Try Northern. Yeah. I mean, I, I would imagine anywhere in California is just ridiculous. It's just like mm-hmm. the, the equestrians hate the mountain bikers and the bikers hate everybody. And the equestrians hate everybody. <laughs> and the hikers hate everybody. Like the runners, <laughs> they're, they're horrible to the hikers and like everybody's just uh. like, and, and for some reason it's, I don't even understand it. it, it Actually to me, it's, it's none of that. It's, it's, there's one type of user that, that I w- that I do not like, oh, and I'll just one. like I'm I'm pretty I'm really nice to everybody, but the one type of user that I do not like is the earbud user. Oh, oh my god! Like, they don't know you're there at all. Just, I kind of I kind of like don't like the guys with the speakers with their like music like blaring for everybody. Yeah, I would. I don't love that either, but I would prefer that to the the earbuds. Really? Like, yeah. I'm pretty loud, so I, I feel like I can get over the earbuds. <laughs> like, like Dude, I, I, I thought the same thing too. But like, there's been people that are just like, yeah, I'm like I, right on top of them, like yelling, and they're like, they're yeah, just, like, yeah. <laughs> they got the all those like noise count, like the new mm-hmm. iPad or uh, iPhone or Apple ones. They're like all yeah. super noise canceling and stuff. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I totally yeah. see. What you're, I guess I don't run into those people very often, honestly. I, yeah, I. I, I there's a few places where I will see mo- those people mostly. Yeah. Most of the places that I ride here, if they're mixed use, it seems like the trails that the mountain bikers are on, for the most part, the hikers and the equestrians aren't. Right. And the ones that they are on, they're trails that are like you're climbing or you're not descending in a manner that's going to really like bring you up on them quickly. You know what I mean? They're like yeah. the it's a climb trail for a rider. So like, if you see a horse or a hiker, you're like, you're moving so slow that it's, right. it's not a big deal. Yeah. And then, and then most of the trails that are like the guy, I mean, there, there's definitely a few. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like talking myself into circles as I'm doing this and I'm thinking about it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I think there's no way around it. Let's, let's solve it right here. Yeah, Robert. right. Let's, let's solve the I want to fix it, man. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about your channel, dude. How did you get started in the into YouTube? <clears throat> uh, I think I kind of I got started the way I think a lot of people got started, where they just BKXD. started. <laughs> uh, no, Seth. Like actually, oh, like Seth was great. But you know, I just started. I had a GoPro and I started filming. 
um, yeah. rides and posting them. And I like what even watching like Seth and and BKXC, like it didn't make me want to make a YouTube channel. Uh -huh. um, I was just like posting stuff. And, you know, like you match that with my history of having done like video editing and stuff in the past. Mm -hmm. So um, what, what did you do in the past? So I used to have a, a design agency. I was like a one person design agency for like 10 mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. And and for a period of that business, I did video production and video editing as well mm -hmm. as one of my services. Oh, cool. Um, so like, yeah, I had some experience doing that. Um, and one of the things that I did was go out on, um, I would go film interviews uh, I worked for a, I did like these like little jobs for this apparel company mm -hmm. where I would go and interview, I would film, interview, and then edit and then produce a little piece on an artist or a musician or something like that. Right. Okay. Um, so it was like, a, it was basically like a little mini documentary where I would yeah, go, yeah. like if it was a musician, I would go and like, uh, grab them in the green room and then in the green room and then interview them, talk to them and then like film, then get a bunch of B roll. Mm -hmm. And then I would go film the show. Oh, cool. You know, that film people outside fun. getting ready. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of like documenting it. And then I would like cut all that together and then make a cool little like story. Oh, that, that uh, sounds super rad. Yeah, it was super fun. And then so that kind of like fed right into it. Like I just started doing that. You know, at first it was just like POV footage like everybody does. So you were doing that as a business whenever you started your YouTube channel? No, this was years before. So it was um, like that happened like five years ago or whatever. And then right. you start watching YouTube. And have you been a mountain biker all your life? No, I started mountain biking like six months before or maybe a year before the channel started, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you just got into it. And then yeah. you were like watching videos by Seth and everybody or whatever. And that kind yeah. of just like, hey, yeah, I, I did do this. Yeah. Cause you're like, you're getting into this thing and you find this resource of YouTube and you're like GMBN. Like, I don't know how many GMBN videos I watched, you know? Uh -huh. uh, and uh, yeah. So GMBN and Seth, I, I had like my first dropper seat post was a DNM. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, yeah. It was his, was this like second or first video? Um, oh, BKXE. No, uh, Seth. Oh, Seth. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It was one of his first ones. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah. Like he he did the DNM and he did like how to like set up your tires tubeless and stuff like that. Some of his old videos he's taken offline, and um, huh. if you, I I don't know which ones are still there. That I mean, so this one that we're talking about may or may not be there still. But you go back and watch those old ones. Like it's interesting seeing somebody at like that's as dialed as he is now. Well, where he wasn't as dialed, you know what I mean? He, so he, he wasn't he was still but, dialed. He wasn't, it was bad. there. Yeah. It, it was, everything was there. Like, did, do yeah. you remember the one where like, um, it, he, it starts off and it just says, it's been raining. The trails are closed. This is the one where he's doing track stands in his kitchen. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, that's Seth and it's yeah, still yeah. Seth. Like yeah, it's yeah. like it's he just has like a concept and then he like plays the concept through and he makes it superhuman. It makes it very human. And like I just I like went back and watched that video and I was like, he just he did that. Like he wrote the little story in his head yeah. and he did it. And he even at the end he like shows himself like cleaning the linoleum. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. he like <laughs> No, he's a great storyteller. Yeah. That's definitely um 
it's inspiring to to watch somebody like that as a fellow creator you know as, yeah. i think we look at it with a little different eye you know as a mm -hmm. creator than than some people that aren't and yeah. i try to remember and i think for me it's funny when i say this out loud because it's just kind of coming to me like i think for me whenever i was not a creator i was still looking at it as a creator because i'm like the an yeah. artistic kind of type of person. Right. So um, I don't know how to completely relate with somebody that watches it completely just as a consumer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think I have a switch. Like um, I think because I do design as, mm -hmm. a, as, as a job. So you have to have this ability to quickly like zoom out and see it like as not the person creating it or, or, yeah, yeah. or not, not a creator to be objective. Um, yeah. 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 And, yeah, I don't I don't know if I'd use the word objective, but but not me, you know, yeah, like yeah. just to try to like just click out and like turn things off or maybe kind of put myself in a different headset. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, but but I'm the same way though. Like every like it, it's hard for me to not watch something and and not be like not necessarily critiquing it, but like seeing what they did, you know, like yeah. oh, that cut there or the way they like led into that story. Yeah. Um I was thinking about Paul the Punter's recent, like um, his relaunch of his channel, mm -hmm. and the way he set that up was like really nicely done. Where he started it off being about it being a like what's a punter, mm -hmm. you know, and and then like making fun of like the noob at Whistler, mm -hmm. you know, and like doing all the things. And it was kind of nice because even if you if you're not from Whistler, you still know all that. If you if you're yeah. if you're familiar with bike park culture or like resort culture mm -hmm. and like calling out squids and noobs and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But the way he kind of like started with that and like kind of brought you on board and then like flipped it on you. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was like, I was like, oh, that was, that was pretty dang nicely done. He's really good. He's really good too. Yeah. I mean, like everybody has like the channels that they, um, that they enjoy more or they relate with more or whatever. And, and, um, I don't always a hundred percent relate with, with Paul's, um, channel, mm -hmm. but as far as like, would I see him do like his, his quality work is just amazing. And he yeah. does, t tells great stories. Like, I always feel like he's got this like higher production level than, than a, a one guy kind of thing. You know yeah. what I mean? So. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of funny because you say that and I, I, when I watch his stuff, I really appreciate what he does, mm -hmm. but it's, but it's the same time. It's like when I, when I go to watch a mountain bike YouTube video, mm -hmm. I usually pick something more like like BCPOV or mm -hmm. Yuka or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, just I don't know what it is. I think just because it's so like it's a little bit rawer, and I think like yeah, I don't know because uh, I it, maybe it's because it's more similar to what I do. Maybe that's yeah. kind of why I like it. Uh, I think maybe that's something to do with it too because um, he is up there. They, they do have like different kind of terrain and a lot of the mm -hmm. bike park stuff and stuff like that. And maybe it's not as relatable to me in that, in that aspect, you know, like, even yeah. like Josh's stuff, like I'm really good friends with Josh and like mm -hmm. his stuff is just like, it, I think it's just like, it's, it's different than, than like what you just said a minute ago, like my buddies and yeah. I, we go out, we talk shit to each other the whole time. We drink a bunch of beer when we're done. And like, yeah, like like that that's kind of like the the mountain biking that i know you know what yeah. i mean so i guess i guess i should be clear with with paul stuff it's more of his recent stuff 
Mm -hmm. Like I love the production value and I love what he's doing and kind of mm -hmm. his mission statement, mm -hmm. but I think I'm no longer the audience. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. When, when it was a little bit more vloggy and he was like, Oh, we're going to, I'm trying to work on this jump or I'm trying to do this sort yeah. of stuff. That was like, I connected to it a little bit more, but I think if I were like just getting into mountain biking, you know, uh -huh. like back, back when I was like, G like, I don't really watch GMBN that much either. You know, I never really uh, got into them. No, oh, yeah. yeah. But they were like they were like my onboarding. Yeah, like yeah. I didn't really yeah, I know you. that many mountain bikers. <clears throat> I knew like one mountain biker. Mm -hmm. Um so like learning about learning about how to mountain bike like they were my resource. I think but that's now, probably why because like I've been riding bikes since like mm -hmm. I was like a little kid. So a lot of that kind of like skill yeah. set kind of stuff like I never really watched skills with Phil until I got into YouTube and kind of like met him through the community. Yeah. Like, cause to me, like I had always been riding bikes. So it's like, I'm not looking up a video on how to ride bike. Cause I'm like, yeah, well, that's, it's just not like, it doesn't, it's not interesting to me. It's not something that I'm searching, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. You know who I really like to watch is Cam McCall's. I like to check him out. His video logs. It's just, uh -huh. there's, well, I, I have to say like maybe two out of three of his that I, I really enjoy watching just because uh -huh he's a he's so freaking amazing on a bike mm -hmm. and he just does like crazy rad stuff but he's also just such a goofball mm -hmm. and and his his videos are so just raw mm -hmm. you know and he has like a he's like like a dad cam that he like films with you know uh -huh. like that's that's kind of like part of the shtick is he's got uh -huh. like this little vh i don't know what it is little digital handheld camera that he like oh, nice. uh, but uh that's yeah where's yeah. he from He's, I, I, I think he's in Utah. Actually, no, oh, okay. he's in Colorado. I don't know where he is. What's his he's name somewhere. again? Cam McCall. Cam McCall. Okay, I have to check it out. Yeah, he's he's actually from Santa Cruz, isn't he? Oh, right on. Yeah, yes. I have no idea. Somebody yes. in the comments. You guys know if he's from Santa Cruz? Yeah, C Mac. Right on. Yeah, Cam McCall and his brother. Um, you know they were uh, Red Bull Rampage. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, T Mac and C Mac. Right on. Those Wait, guys you're are crazy. You ever go to Santa Cruz? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty close. I mean, it's not too. It's not like like next door. It's if I go to, like, have you ridden Santa Cruz? So if I'm saying names, you'll know what I'm talking about. No, so like, if bit, I go yeah. to if I go to like UC or that, okay. or even to like demo, like it's probably about three hours from my house. Okay, but so I have you friends that... that live down there. So usually, what I'll do is I'll just go down and like we'll ride and spend the night at their house and ride and then come home or something like that you know do you know like post office down there and stuff yeah like, i know think that i know what you're talking about yeah like the barbecue joint down there yeah 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 so he's he's that he was like one of the ogs like in that area like oh, okay. santa cruz c-mac and t-mac yeah and if you go to that barbecue place they've got like his old bikes and or, i don't know about bikes but they've got like his old jerseys up there so, oh yeah. that's cool yeah. Anyway, right on, a little bit of a little bit of mountain bike history. Yeah, no, that's yeah. that's super cool, dude. But his channel is great. It's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty goofy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I wish I was at a spot where like I could fully make the videos that I wanted, and I think the only reason that I, mm. I, I can't do that is because I can't afford to have all these people follow me around, doing <laughs> doing like recording what I want to be recorded. Because if you but try to like, do it like as a one man show, holy crap, dude! Like. Me and my buddy went out the other day. We turned what would probably be like a two and a half hour ride into like, we yeah. were out there for probably six hours. Mm -hmm. 
at least. And it's, yeah. it's like, and we were like, I didn't, I didn't feel like we were like, like screwing around, but it was like, we're doing this you, climb while we're doing the climb. We're like, Hey, let's, let's throw the drone up. Let's get some shots. It'll make it, you know, we'll record us going down right here. Mm-hmm. That way, whenever we get done, we can actually just like have fun. Right. Yeah. You know, and you can catch that on the POV side, but if you want to do like any like ride by kind of stuff, like as a person that's watching a video, you see that stuff and you're like, Oh, that was cool. He just rode right by. But like mm-hmm. as a creator, when you see that, you're like, that dude just walked all the way up that hill. Yep put his camera there and then mm-hmm. went did this and then walked all the way back. Like, dude, they didn't like, get, didn't get the shot because the right? angle was wrong. <laughs> right. Right. And then did it again. And then like, also then switched the camera so that he could ride by it again. So it looked yep. like, you know, you're like, yep. yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I did. There's, there was like, a, I remember there's like just a tiny little jump line at the top of a trail, like here in town. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to film myself hitting each of the jumps and then string it together. And yeah, it just took, just that like took like an hour yeah but yeah i i I would like to do all that stuff too but if when i do that sort of thing i have to just go this is not really a ride day we're not really riding today this is a filming day yeah 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 i've definitely found out like which friends are like okay with film days and which friends are okay do you have friends that are okay you have friends that are okay with film days yeah i have a but i have at least one good buddy that like he doesn't care like and he's like yeah whatever dude we're just outside it's it's and and i think he kind of like enjoys being part of it you know what i mean so it's like when he sees the final production it's like oh yeah i was like I should probably put credits up whenever like you know like starring right yeah (laughs) I can only do that with like other YouTubers. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, it's hard not to get sucked into the ride though, too, you know? Like yeah. that's that that I I said this to somebody the other day, like it's easiest for me to really create the videos that I want when I'm by myself. Because I don't like I'm not pressured for time, like I'm not pressured for hey, I want to walk up and down this hill so I have three different shots of me climbing up this freaking 50 foot section of hill from three different camera angles you, you know what i mean like yeah and, yeah and i want one on the ground so then it like i have some cool b-roll of me rolling by as well you know what i mean it's like right. you go out there with your buddies they're like dude seriously like they're they're annoyed just with you changing batteries right right yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> like they don't see, want to... see that's where that that's where that uh experience for me like going out to an event like and going out to a show or something like that Mm -hmm. to a festival and like i know i only have this much time like i I have to get the shots i have to get the content Mm -hmm. and i got to get as much b-roll and all that stuff as much as possible and i i don't like nobody's gonna stop i don't get second takes you know so like when like i think having that experience really kind of helps me out a lot when it comes to just filming on the trail um, being able to film a lot is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of like where I like it. It's funny. Cause if you look, if you see my setup, it's really, really minimal. It looks like I just kind of like, I just did it, mm-hmm. but like the, having the camera on the, on my chin mount, what camera I have and all those kind of things, how I have it set up was like really thought through. Mm-hmm. Um, so are you using I, the chin mount and something else or are you just using the chin mount? Just the chin mount. Uh-huh. Yeah, it would I'm, it, it mean- I'm like this close, like this close. For those of you guys listening, I'm like my fingers are almost touching. Like I'm that <laughs> close to being just the chin mount. I got this uh Cali helmet. Yeah. This, yeah. Uh, the invader. Uh, let's yeah. see if we can get in like 
So it's like a it's like an XC helmet, but a full face. Yeah. So it's so light and it breathes mm -hmm. so well. And I've been basically waiting to get that. And I was waiting for like my gimbal and my hero four because I had two gimbals, two hero four. So I'm like waiting for do one you, of those to die. Dude, get the get the nine. That's what I'm doing. I, like get so, when nine, am I here? Stick it on stick it on the chin. Um, actually I have a, I have like a, like a thing that you could just strap onto the front so you can just mm -hmm. try it out before yeah, you like yeah. fully attach something. I forget what it's called. Yeah. Um, once you think it, of it, shoot it over to me. On, yeah. On but it works really there. well. And, and the, you, you might experience what I experienced, which was like utter freedom Yeah. because with it on your chin, you, you actually can't see the camera. Right. So you hit the go button, you start writing, and you forget the camera's there. Yeah. I honest I don't have a problem with the camera being there as far as like the gimbal going and like me being me or whatever. But the only thing that I no, go ahead. I just mean like physically. Like yeah. you don't you don't have something strapped to your chest. Yeah. You don't have anything visually impeding you like a camera up here. Yeah. And then and then you're just riding. And you can just kind of ride. And then when you want to film something, mm -hmm. you look at you it. Just look at it. Yeah. You just look at it. You take your helmet off. You can like film with, with your helmet. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it is just like so much easier. So much easier. I think the thing for me that I look forward to the most is like, I ride Tahoe a lot, you know, so we're in high altitude mm -hmm. and that, that chest mount the like harness it it mm. sucks dude when you're gasping for air at nine thousand yeah. feet you know yeah so it's definitely um um tough in that manner so you you're like ready to like sometimes like when i'm climbing i'll unclick it so it's just right. like dangling because it's yeah. like it's already you're struggling to breathe and then to have like something else like cinch so tight that it's like yep it's also being restrictive as well. It's like, dude, and then this, you, this and then tough. you can't film yeah. like while it's unclipped, you can't film. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I think I, that's that. Yeah. Like, and being able to like ride and like, like I'm riding and there's beautiful, be like scenery here and it's relatively yeah. safe and being able to just like, like yeah. ride like this and catch. Oh, it's just, dude, I agree with you like there. It. Like there's plenty yeah. of times when I'm grat, when I'm riding some sections of trail and I'll have to be like riding one handed, grab the chest, push it out so that I can get that like side view to see like yeah. the view of where I'm at. And it's definitely not like as safe as I could be if I just like <laughs> cocked my head a little bit, you yeah. know? Yeah. So. And I, and then for me, the, the, one of the major things, and it might be something that you're not aware of because you're like used to looking at like chest mounted gimbal footage mm -hmm. is it actually, if you, we've, we've gotten used to it, mm -hmm. but it's actually kind of, it's really unnatural like mm -hmm. POV footage mm -hmm. uh, because when you're riding like and you go into a turn, are you like looking like you're turning that way? You're not looking where your nipples are looking. Right. You know, you like lead through the turn. And if yeah. you like if you like watch chin mounted footage, you like it feels really like way more natural where you see yeah. like you see the head come in and then you see like the wheel come around. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I, no, I it, think it totally makes sense. Stuff. It totally, totally yeah. makes sense. I, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I really am. I'm like the GoPro has some kind of sale going on right now, mm. not sponsored, mm -hmm. but they do like, I think it's like three fifty right now. And you get like nice. the, the, an extra battery, a SD card. Like I don't have enough of those, but like right. a mount, a floaty stick thingy, you know, like comes with a handful of stuff and it's three fifty. I'm like, 
and my one of my hero fours just died so like my mm -hmm. my backup camera is dead and that's yeah. kind of what i was waiting for to pull the trigger yeah and so so i'll still have the gimbal and but i feel like i i, I feel like 100 percent once i since i got that helmet too mm -hmm. i'm like ready i'm totally ready to just to make the switch because most of the rides that i'm filming that i want pov from are stuff that i should be wearing that helmet on i, I i've been purposely trying to get myself to stop wearing my half load mm -hmm. because i am um, the speeds that i'm riding at now and the stuff that i'm riding like it really doesn't make any sense for me not to be wearing yeah. a full face you know dude i my face is on the ground so many times like, <laughs> every other crash is just like like face first like i just crashed <laughs> and i was like looking at the like the 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 chin of my helmet uh -huh. and it's just scraped uh, like yeah. that that would have been my face like like i would have like just taken off part yeah of my for face. sure yeah. are you have you always been a guy that crashes a lot or like uh, uh yeah <laughs> yeah, but like out of your group of friends, like you're all like everybody's like, oh, Alan went down again. No, I'm not the crasher. I'm not. Oh, you're I'm not, not the like crasher. The, okay, I'm not. The, I'm not like the reckless crasher. Um, okay. I'm. I'm just kind of like I do crash enough, mm -hmm. but when but my big crashes usually involve my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just lead with the face. That, just that like lawn dart. Me. Just like, yeah. <laughs> and then like, you know, yeah, yeah. The yeah. So where yeah. at in SoCal are you? You're like. It, to me, I'm, like everything is Los Angeles. So like, so I'm like an hour east of Los Angeles. It's in a little oh, okay. town called Redlands, which is at the base of like, like Big Bear Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I'm just right down there. So I'm like an hour from Big Bear. 30 oh, minutes. Cool. Yeah. 30 minutes from Sky Forest where Sky Park is at. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, so that's why you have a lot of videos up in that, that area then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that and like when snow summits open, that's the only place I want to ride because it's just right. like laps on laps. Uh huh. Yeah, it's it's funny because like when I started mountain biking, I I didn't really realize what kind of mountain biker I was. Mm -hmm. You know, like I was out doing more XC rides, and when I started getting a taste for just going fast on bike park trails, uh -huh. like like then I was like, oh, okay, that's is this is what I'm. This is what I. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. You know, I I think. I didn't really think about myself on like what kind of rider I am. I think I'm an adventure rider. Mm. I think those are like, to me, the rides that, that I are the most fun, like some just kicky in the nuts, freaking climbing. And then yeah. some like, I'm not sure where I'm at kind of like out in the middle of nowhere, some like wow. crazy chunky stuff that like is maybe not necessarily fast, but then other times it is, you know what I mean? Like I like those adventure kind of rides more than, yeah. I like those two parky kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. I like those two. I, I think it's maybe just kind of seasonal, like in the mm -hmm. summer in Southern California, it's just so freaking hot. Yeah. You know, um, I've done like, like big like epic rides and stuff like that in the mm -hmm. summer and it's just ridiculous like yeah yeah I, i've drank all my water i've sweated everything out i'm cramping yeah. i'm just like it's just ridiculous yeah. so like that's that's when it's like nice to be up in the mountains on a chairlift um but now actually november december january february is like great times i i feel like down here to do those kind of rides yeah, hey, I mean, this is the best Eric. This is the best time of the year for mountain for mountain bikers in California, right? Everybody else is bitching about winter, and we're like, "Hero dirt," you know. <laughs> like they're all perfect. stoked in the summertime. We're like out here dying and dehydrating. You're like, 
they're like, oh, we're riding with one bottle. We're like, dude, I had a, a three liter camelback. I just drank the whole thing and I'm like halfway through my ride. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Speaking of that, speaking of camelbacks, like that's been my whole thing is like no pack. Like I've been oh. trying really hard to like ride, just no nothing. Dude, you're speaking possible. my language right now. I would have never, like if you would ask me a year ago, I, I would have told you I, I'll ride with a camelback for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm something happened i don't know what it was mm-hmm. what, what, have you like always been trying to ride with no pack or is this something new for you too uh i i spent a little bit of time trying to like get rid of stuff like like okay i'm gonna put stuff on my bike but then my bike and ended up looking like in a like a full like full enduro bike with right. like stuff strapped to it all over the place uh-huh. so then i went down to like a really minimal fanny pack uh-huh and then one day i accidentally forgot my fanny pack uh-huh and uh all I had, I had like a tool. I put it in my pocket. Um, I had a water bottle, and then I was like, "Well, I think it'll be okay." Mm-hmm. And and I loved it. I was oh, like, man. "I f- I feel like I'm a 12 year old kid right right now, like just on his bike riding around in the dirt." And I was like, "I want more of this." Yeah, I used to be that guy that had like everything that anybody needed whenever like somebody had a mechanical. <laughs> It'd be like, oh, you need two, two zip ties? Do you need the nine inch one or the four inch one? I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like, like yeah. I had like, like a master link for every freaking chain. Like, you need, you need a nine, a 10, 11, or a 12 master link. Which one do you want? <laughs> you know, like I had them all. And like at one point, I was like, why am I carrying all this crap? I think yeah. it was when I got my hardtail. My hardtail is what really mm-hmm. made mm-hmm. me start like slimming down. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, I have that one up pump right that you can put mm-hmm. the edc tool in yeah so and then i have the mount on both my bikes so i can just move that from one to the other and then i have a tube in the the tire levers one like one for each bike so it's yeah. not like i have to move it you know mm-hmm. and then other than that it's like just water you know and i, I mean i th- if if i'm gonna go on a longer ride like i'm gonna bring a pack like like the rides I'm talking about right now, and actually Eric's kind of asking, like, how do you get from a lumbar down to a no pack aside from forgetting it? Um, well, you start by forgetting it, but yeah, right. Like I, I'll do the no pack on like so there's like Greer Ranch, uh, a little cool little trail system mm-hmm. down here. And even if you like slash a tire and have to hike back, like mm-hmm. do the walk of shame, it's not that bad of mm-hmm. a walk. Um so there's that, or if I'm at like Sky Park or something where like, it's just never that big yeah. of a deal if you just have a catastrophic failure, um, that's when I will go no pack. But if I'm going to go ride like at Laguna or something like that, mm-hmm. where like when you're out there, if something goes wrong, it's going to be like, like really sucky to, to get back with no bike. Mm-hmm. And also where I'm going to need to carry a bit more water. Yeah. Then water is really of the only decider for me. Yeah, but have you seen those new um, chamois that you can get from? I forget who makes it, but um, they're selling them on the Tasco site. Oh yeah, they you put a water bottle on the back of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see those. It's like the one that they they partnered with. I don't know if I'd like that though. I have uh my bike. I well, you have the same bike as me. You're a Bronson guy too, right? Yeah, yeah. So I have the water bottle on the frame, and then I have this strap from these guys. Uh, original free range that their water bottle right back there is one of theirs mm-hmm. and it it i can strap another bottle to the bottom of like under my my down tube mm. so then at that point i have two bottles mm-hmm. um 
and you can, you know, you can put the big bottle in your, in your frame. It, it's just like kind of yeah. a pain to get in and out, but it, you can fit that in there. So yeah. those two is what I use most of the time. I have a fanny pack or a, a lumbar pack from another company that I'm mm-hmm. drawing lab Astra or something like that. They're from uh, Utah and it's like, it's like a total minimalist like lumbar pack it's like you can mm-hmm. put two water bottles and it has a tiny little spot in the middle and that's mm-hmm. like it's been perfect i actually need to do a a, a a video on it yeah no front breaks just put it up there in the comments here i'll throw it up on my screen Labuster, right? yeah yeah so um that that thing's great so so basically most rides that are if we're doing a ride that is like you know let's just say somewhere between one and two hours the two bottles that I can carry on my bike is probably good enough. Yeah. If it's really hot and it's that same kind of ride, then I'll bring that lumbar pack and then maybe I'll just carry two on my back and then one on my bike. And then if we're going like the monster, like out in Tahoe, we're going to be like miles away from everything. Right. Then, then I'm, I'm, I'm carrying my camel back, but I'm probably filming. And that's the other thing is when I'm filming then I'm carrying my camel pack. So then I can carry, the drone and the camera and the whatever, you know, all that. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm thinking about getting a drone. I've been looking at that DJI mini two. It oh, looks dude. really attractive. I would jump right in, man. Yeah, I honestly the- did not think that I, I wasn't sure how much I was going to use it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, like for me, when I bought my, my air, it was like a grand, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, that's mm-hmm. a lot of money to like, I think I'm going to use this. You, you know yeah. what I mean? Cause there's yeah. not really any like, I don't know, at least from my perspective, it's not like you like spend a thousand dollars on a drone so you can just go sit and like fly it around the park, right? You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. But that, yeah, I know. One, the yeah. price is good. The price is good and, and, and you get 4K. I think yeah. that's like, I was really tempted by the Mavic Mini. Yeah. Until I saw that like you can't get 4K out of it. That's why um, I got the Air because the Air does 4K. Okay. That was like, I was waiting to get a drone that I could get 4k on, but the smaller one. Yeah. But I'm thinking like, like I wouldn't even necessarily use it on the trail that much. I'd use it on the trail some, but I'm thinking like parking lot setup shots. But then also I do a lot of like dolly shots, like in my garage, Mm -hmm. like I'll do like product reviews and stuff like that. And I'll bet you I could do that with the drone. Yeah. Yeah. You totally could, you know, yeah. You totally could. I used to be like easier. I, most of the drone shots that I use, I don't usually take it on rides, but unless there's something specific, mm-hmm. like I, I know like, Hey, I want to get this shot up on top of that mountain that cause it's going to yeah. look sick, you know, um, mm-hmm. like something like that. But most of the time I'm using the drone at the beginning of the ride, you know, yeah. so I'll take some good shots of like where we're at and you'll be able to like, you know, get some like shot from way above of the whole area or like the mountain range, you know, like you can get some good, like intro kind of shots that you can maybe use as b-roll in the middle or at the end too and then then otherwise i'm not typically taking it with me on the ride because it's it's a time suck you know Mm -hmm. like even though it's not very like difficult to do it's like take it out of your bag get it all set up to your phone take it Mm -hmm. off takes a couple of shots you know whatever you're filming for a few minutes you bring it back down put it all away i mean with your buddies there you ate up you know like 20 minutes at least trying to get like five minutes of drone shot you know what i mean so (laughs) yeah 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 i I, i'm looking at them but like at the same time like i just like spent like 
like all my uh, YouTube ad revenue on this new computer. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I got to let that like account build back up. And then it's like, I think that's kind of one of the funny things for me. Like, I don't know if you experienced this too as a mountain bike YouTuber. When you have like extra funds, it's like, do I get like camera gear or do I get bike something gear. for my bike? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's tough, man. It really is. You're, 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 yeah, dude, I'm, I'm there right now. Like I'm definitely there right now. Cause I'm thinking about like that hero nine mm -hmm. and then I don't know what it is this year, but I've been like itching for like new bikes. So like I got the new Bronson and then I had like, right before I got the Bronson, I, I like sold my, my hardtail aluminum and bought a carbon one. Mm -hmm. And then I bought the new Bronson and now I I'm thinking about selling my hardtail to get something else. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> that money. Right. So like, uh, did you have, did, did you do anything like to your suspension in your Bronson after you got it? Or were you like stoked on it? It's let, let me tell you right now, let me preface this. My old, my, my V2 Bronson, the suspension was so clapped out that it was like <laughs> either spend like $1,500 to $2,000 on new suspension. Cause there's no way you're going to be able to rebuild this <laughs> or buy a new bike. And I, I went for buy a new bike. So right. going from clapped out suspension to the new one, okay. which has like the one that I got has the, you know, whatever the, the better rear shock yeah. and, right. and it's the 36 um it's not the factory but it's the performance or whatever that's the four performance elite yeah yeah so it's like it feels really good to me but okay. are you thinking about fork or are you talking about rear both actually like there's this new thing from Lufkoff that looks like a little tiny trash can that they hook up to the fork oh man it, it's supposed to, it's it's supposed to change that 36 to make it feel like a spring fork oh like it's like a it's like a it's like a negative chamber kind of thing or a top like thing or whatever. I don't know enough about suspension to tell, to like give you like a really good example of what does it, it going to the, does it go into the top? No, it, it's like down by like the bottom of your fork, like where your like your quick release is. It looks like a little, like, like think about like a little tiny garbage can It's like, it looks like, like, Oh, about the size of like that little plastic thing that would hold your like doggy bags for your dog to poop in, you know? Weird. Yeah, and it looks like that. It's down there. And this dude I know, um, he's a big Yeti guy in, in the uh, UC area. And he he just recently put one. And and him and the dude that's like probably the best suspension guy around here that like works on everybody's suspension are like just amped off of it. So like it like from those two people like being that amped, I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. man, this is definitely something else. That's cool. Yeah. And I know a few guys that had the Lufkoff in their older forks. And they just really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, but I'll have to. I wonder what lamp for it. I wonder I, what they mean by it being like a coil fork. Like, like just I, I don't know. I think what they mean is like it's um, like you know how it's going to feel all the time. You know what I mean? Like, mm. like very predictable and very planted. Does that mm. make sense? I guess. I mean, I there's feel a lot like of guys that say like with the the coils that they're like super planted like they mm. do a really good job of that and they don't like they don't like ramp up so it's like real even through through the suspension got it got it so it's linear like, yeah it's very linear. linear yeah thank you yeah. that's the word i was looking for yeah see hey. that's it's funny you say that because like the the bronson's 
like uh linkage like its rear suspension is pretty um linear like out mm -hmm. of the box and uh i love that like through the chunk mm -hmm. but off but i felt like it just wasn't enough it wasn't poppy enough off the jumps it's definitely not as playful as the last one was the right. v2 i think was way more playful than the new one is yeah but, but I, I but i added like uh, volume spacers to uh -huh. the front and the back and then it got playful again i felt like for me i didn't need to do that i just needed to like learn the bike right like, like for me like when i first got on it like i did a review on the on like i, I rode this bike when it first came out and mm -hmm. at the time i was like eh, i don't really i'm not really crazy about it like <laughs> like to me like i i liked my v2 was more poppy and playful i mm -hmm. felt like yeah but now that i own this one and i've put a lot more time in it than a few hours doing a video you know and um <laughs> um it's like I, I i am like i keep like talking shit to myself about it because i'm like how did you not notice how much better this bike is right like the, the way that the, that this new one like corners you just like mm -hmm. yank that that handlebar down and it just like shoots boom you know and and it's very planted through the chunk like so yeah. good I and, like how far forward you can get on it. Yeah. Like in a turn, like mm -hmm. even when it's chunky, like if you get like low and forward on that bike, uh -huh. it just like, it just sticks and goes. It's so good. Yeah. 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 You, I, I had to, I, I had to learn to ride it a little bit differently too. Cause I had the recluse before that. Uh -huh. Um, recluse, and you couldn't use that by intense. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you couldn't, you know, that year, the recluse, you couldn't get as aggressive with it. Um, uh huh. As, as you could with the with the Bronson, like as I can with a new Bronson, but yeah. Right on, man. That, it's it's such a fun bike. I'm such a fan, like a Santa Cruz fanboy. But like, I have yeah. some friends that they're like, "Dude, why don't you stop riding riding Santa Cruz? Why don't you ride this? Why don't you ride that?" And I'm like, because <laughs> I like their bikes, and they're all good. So like, I'm, until you give me another company that makes as many bikes that I like that much, <laughs> no. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah i'm yeah. i think i'm i'm kind of a santa cruz fanboy too oh, it's God. it's not that i wouldn't try other bikes but like there's they do make really good bikes yeah they also make really good carbon yeah you know and they're just a really cool company they just yeah. do really cool stuff and i and i really kind of believe in that but you know, I'm I'm always willing to try other bikes. You know, I'll, that's I'll, what Sedona's for. You go down there, ride a bunch of other bikes, and then dude, come home. Come home to your. Room. You know, I didn't I didn't demo a single bike when I was in Sedona. I usually don't either. I was just talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I brought I brought my bike to Sedona two years, and one year I I rode another bike. Last year I rode another bike. Yeah. I was riding the Eminent last year. It was pretty fun. Bike. I don't ever. I always want to talk about Sedona because. I just had, that was like my first, I feel like that was my first like big mountain biking experience, like mountain bike culture experience. Yeah. Don't but go also, to anything else. It's the best one. That's what I hear. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just is. Like, but it was also like the first like YouTuber experience. Oh yeah. So like getting to be able to meet other guys and stuff. That's super. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like there was a, there was a point where like, it was like me Shane crashing dad, mm -hmm. Seth's bike hacks, um, Paul the punter, and um, and trail features from Joseph, uh -huh. uh, Joseph and trail features. And I'm trying to think if anybody else was there, but we were all just standing around talking, and uh, it was just like 
it was just really really cool like yeah. that, that that moment was and then like uh when we had when we like went to the thing at the place <laughs> the thing at the place <laughs> the thing at the place that <laughs> Uh, what was that? The hotel every people. Oh yeah, yeah. At. The the ride that uh, Spartan Rides put on. Is that yeah, what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was really cool. Like, yeah. just kind of like hanging out and doing all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That the evening thing. Yeah, it was like a little like get together, like a fan appreciation thing that they put together. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was really super cool. fun. That was super yeah. fun. I just love that, Sedona, man. It's just yeah. It's the fun whole weekend. To ride there. Everybody's super chill. It's like big enough to be like rad but not like so big that it's like too much, you yeah. know? The, and the, the writing is amazing. It's beautiful. And it's all close. I didn't realize like, you know, I'd been watching videos of like mm -hmm. all those trails, you know, for, for a couple of years, I always imagine them like out in the wilderness somewhere. <laughs> yeah. It's like right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like hogs is like right there. And then like all the other like trails, like yeah. they're just like, they're just like right there. And I was like, this is, really really cool you like you get done riding and then like 15 minutes later 30 minutes later you're like getting burgers and that's right just... right well and even the ones you have to drive from like if you drive mm -hmm. over to like like slim shady from the event if there's no traffic yeah. it's like 15 minutes you know yeah. it's not like exactly yeah. where i live I... it's like 45 minutes for me to get to the dirt from my house so it's like definitely yeah. nice to be that close but I, I, I'm like super nostalgic about it because like it was right before yeah. COVID shut, shut everything down. It was the last one, man. It was like our yeah. last hurrah. I am yeah. so glad that that didn't get canceled. I remember there was something in Texas that got canceled like a week before that. And I was like, mm. oh God, I hope Sedona doesn't get canceled. I was going to go either way, like still mm -hmm. go down to ride. I wasn't going to cancel my flight or anything, but yeah. But it was nice. It was nice to have. Hopefully, we can like get this all squared away before then, and um, we're still be looking at at it again this year. Will you go this year? Or twenty twenty one? Yeah, if it happens. Yeah. yeah. If if everything's if, if things are opened up enough for it to happen, yeah. yeah, it'd be. I just don't know how they would do that unless like things are under control. Because yeah. I was like looking at footage of it like not long ago. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Eric yeah, is inviting us. Eric is inviting us to Texas. I'm in. <laughs> is spider mountain open year round i would hope so that's i mean i don't think they get any snow down there like why wouldn't it be open all year yeah have you been down there yet no i've dude like, yeah i know you wanted to get off in an hour i'm not keeping you at this no, point it's cool well, no we'll, we gotta we, yeah, we can cool we can yes for, for a little bit all right yeah so check this out man being from california like we're used to like we we have some pretty decent descents you know what i mean like most of our regular rides we're dropping at least for us, like we're dropping at least a thousand to fifteen hundred feet on on our rides. I mean, is right. that similar down there? It, it can be, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's you're talking. There are steep trails. Yeah, but I, I yeah. mean, but like overall, what I'm getting at is like some guys will go out and they'll ride. Say, let's say some people that are in the Midwest, like their whole like elevation gain loss for a whole like twenty mile ride could be seven hundred feet. Oh, you, got it. Yeah. You, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? So like, yeah. like I'm, I'm like, got we, it. we have very like this trail, you're going to drop 1200 feet on. And that's just part of our one part of our ride. <laughs> We're going to do, you know, 3,500 feet of elevation loss all the way through like care. Right. Kevin just said in the, in the comments here, he says Cape Cod, you know, his rides are 143 <laughs> feet. Right. So like, like whenever right. I heard about, um, spider mountain and it's like it's like 350 feet elevation loss from the top to the bottom 
Right. So like my California head was like, okay, really? I'm, sure, I'm sure it'll be fun. You know, like, <laughs> like fun, like, like going on a ride with your, your lady, you know, <laughs> like, or like, I'm not trying to be sexist, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, like, just like, eh, okay. Like ride with the kids, you know? And like, right. And, uh, I went down there and I wrote, I wrote with, um, mm-hmm. with no front brakes and dude, it was super fun. And there yeah. was like stuff that was super challenging too. And mm-hmm. it was like the trail mm-hmm. builders there, they maximized the shit out of that 350 feet elevation loss. Yep. Yep. And, um, that was one of those, like, there, there's some like aha moments that I've had in, in, mm-hmm. in, in my, my writing time. And that was one of them where it was like, you know what, dude? don't ever like make your, your decision on a place just like geographically. Right. You, you know what I mean? Like you, you, you can't trust the numbers. Yeah. You, you really can't because it's funny you say that because I was talking earlier about Greer ranch, mm-hmm. right? Greer ranch uh, is, has some of the best designed and built and maintained trails around this area. Mm-hmm. They're not even like technically legal trails. Mm-hmm. It's like in this weird, like unincorporated area down yeah, there. It's yeah. like between like three cities and it's about 350 feet. Yeah. Like one of the funnest trails, you know, or, or the, the, all of the trails there, there's like, there are no more than 350, maybe, maybe at the most 400 feet of uh-huh. descending. But like you're saying, they just make use of the elevation so well and the so, terrain, all the like super rocky stuff and like, yeah, yeah, oh, it's just so good. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That stuff like gets you stoked, you know. You're yeah. you're super super amped about it. It's, yeah. it's just like one of those things, though, you know, where you're like, in my head, I was just like, man, this. I'm sure it's gonna be fun. I I mean, I knew riding like everywhere I ride, I always have a good time, right? But wait, like, am I mistaken in thinking that there's a lift? There is a lift. There is. Oh my god, I'm going yeah. right now. Yeah, <laughs> It's a dude, lift. that's awesome. Oh yeah, like and I, I mean, I'm looking at it like, man, I could ride laps here, even if the lift was closed, dude. I'd do laps, yeah. man. This looks, yeah. this is tight. Well, so yeah, I mean, I just did the ride at Greer where, like, we did, we did three laps. We could have done more, but it was like the sun was going down. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like, yeah, if there were a lift, oh man, I'm down for that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would assume the place is just getting busier and busier. But yeah. I mean, when we yeah. went, it was still pretty quick. Have you so, ridden like North... much in Southern California? Huh? Have you ridden much in Southern California? No, I haven't. I rode. I, I the only ride I've done down there was in the Thousand Oaks area. I went down and like stopped and visit the guys at Worldwide, World and um, and then um, basically like just did like a little ride there. And otherwise, I, I haven't had a chance. I. I was planning on kind of doing some SoCal stuff, but mm-hmm. COVID just did it all up. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe this winter we get down there. Yeah. It's so good. There's like. Yeah. So is that stuff that you're talking about? Is it snow up there? Yeah. Big Bear gets snow and stuff like that. Yeah. So that, that stuff's all shut down until spring then. Yeah. I mean, like there's trails up there, but that they don't like technically close down, but. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, you you really can't ride them in the winter. Um, Sky Park um, will get snow and they'll shut down the trails a bit, but they open up as soon as they can clear them. Mm-hmm. I guess they're gonna. They're, I guess they're open now, uh-huh. now. But like you know, they're they're the trails will be open. Um, 
but it's actually really cool up there because you're like in the pines. It's like it, it doesn't feel like you're in Southern California where it's when you're at Sky Park. It's like yeah. it's a really interesting, special little place. I got a buddy that's from San Diego and he's always talking about all the trails down there. I'd like to make my way down there. Yeah. That sounds like some pretty fun stuff. Yeah. Have you ever yeah, written, like, have you ever written slow? No, I've been seeing all of Tony's vids from there. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, that I've looks... heard a lot of good stuff about BKXE. Has said that it's like one of his favorite places in California to ride. Yeah, I'd like to I go check. I, I went down there for my lady had like a business thing that she was doing, and, and I went down. I didn't bring my bike, and then I I took my camera out and uh, was just like taking pictures of the ocean and stuff. I spent like mm-hmm. a day hiking around while she was working. Yeah, and I and I just so happened to be like by where the mountain bikers were, and I saw the people riding, and I was like, you idiot. <laughs> you should have brought your bike yeah and no friends breaks is talking about being in laguna and having his eyes popping out uh, looking for trails yeah dude i i remember actually eric had told me that he was going to be down here and i was like dude we gotta like but yeah, yeah i think out. yeah was that you eric that i was talking or was that i think shane was going to be in the area too and we were talking about trying to connect it up but i'll have to get down there man it would be a good time definitely to uh Definitely, definitely to get down there and kind of do some stuff. I used to work in the Irvine area, okay, and, and yeah. I I was planning on doing some rides, but it just it never panned out because I would usually like use the Irvine work trips as an excuse to go to Phoenix. So I would like go down because <laughs> <laughs> like I'd get mileage for like driving to Irvine instead of taking a plane. So then right. I could take my my bike, and then what I would do is then you know like line the work trip up with the weekend, and then I'd drive mm. to Phoenix right over there, and then come back. Have you ridden Phoenix? No, I was just about to say I need to get over there. That South place, Mountain's sick, dude. It looks gnarly. Yeah, it's fun, dude. It's like it's uphill both ways some somehow, but it's definitely. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely. It fun. looks it looks really gnarly, like. The and the people I've ridden with that ride South Mountain are they're gnarly. Oh, like yeah. I've ridden behind people, like Somo people that like and and they're like, oh, okay, this is pretty chunky. Yeah, and they're like, and they go through it, and they're like, where was the chunky part? No, yeah. like, and they they okay. were probably climbing too, weren't they? Uh, Everybody they were, that I've ridden with in Somo, dude, they freaking climb like 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 billy goats man mm-hmm. through some like crazy chunk i'm like dude i was i was thinking about walking up that section like 300 yards before we even got here like yeah, you know, <laughs> like, like, yeah. like what yeah. are you guys doing that's a different breed right yeah. on, do you know you... do you know do you know donna ellsworth yes i actually rode with her in sedona last time i was yeah there. yeah she's gnarly she's she kind of she rides out there yeah we were both pushing our bikes up this hill bitching about it in sedona it was kind of pretty funny she's like yeah. i'm a downhiller this is stupid <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got to ride with her too and i was like i was like really impressed and then i like found out that like she'd just been through some like uh some like health stuff oh, so wow. her energy levels like she actually was like at that time she was a she was like a weakened kind of version of herself so uh-huh. i was like wow that's like and she was still a badass, right? Still a badass, yeah. She was cool. She actually one of our one of our mutual riding buddies. Like my wife and I, like we ride with this woman, and uh, they uh, helped her hit a jump that like she had been scared to hit. And it was just like cool to to oh, watch that happen. Cool. To watch to watch your wife lady. rides too. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's mm-hmm. she's a ripper. You guys have, like did she ride? Excuse me. Did she ride before you got into it or? 
No, I I was writing for probably a year before mm-hmm. she got into it. Um, I actually didn't think she would like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she loves it. Yeah, right she. Yeah, we actually we have. I didn't mean to, but we kind of got matching bikes. Oh snap! <laughs> my lady's all upset with me right now because I just redid the decals on my bike to pink. And she has she my lady rides too. She has pink on hers. She's like, oh, okay. Now her bikes like she's like, I don't like them. I'm like, why don't you like them? She's it just doesn't look good. You should have used like green. I'm like, <laughs> is this because our bikes are the same? And then she's like, hesitated and was like, no, that's not it. I was like, that's what it is. You think we're like the matchy matchy couple? Is that what yeah. you're all upset about? Just tell yeah. me. You know this looks cool. She's like, no, it doesn't. I was like, people stop me all the time, tell me why my bike looks cool. So you, you obviously are just jaded. <laughs> no, that's yeah. fun riding with the lady, man. That's awesome yeah. that you do that. Um, I feel yeah. like relationships that do things that suck together are better mm-hmm. relationships. Yeah, she's funny though because it's well, it's it's funny the way she will see the trail differently than how I see the trail. Uh-huh. There's been there's been so many times where I'm like, okay. There's a section up there that's like super chunky and it's a section that like scares me, you know, yeah. it's like whatever is like chunky and then there's a drop at the end or something like that. Yeah. And I'll be like, okay, there's, you know, so you'll know it's after that turn and then we'll like ride through and I'll pull over and I'll be like, how was that? And she's like, I don't know what you were talking about. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't, I didn't experience a feature there. Yeah. Know? And I'm like, she just like, she just like rolls through it. Like it's nothing, right. you know, that's yeah, something that yeah. I'm scared of. It's um, but then there'll be, but then there'll be other things that like is ex- the exact opposite, you know. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's so funny. It's interesting. It's definitely interesting seeing you know like different people's perspective that way, and especially somebody that you that uh, how can I say this? I don't know how to say this right. Like somebody that you can communicate that well with, like mm-hmm. you know, like you can't communicate this on the same level with your buddies as like you do with your lady. You know what I mean? Does that make yeah, sense? It's there's a lot of unspoken things, I think. Yeah, right? like with the guys, right? We're like, I was, gonna, the... I was gonna, I was gonna say with my wife. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Like for me, like I feel like I, I don't know. I feel like I'm like more like, like, like we'll actually talk about it, you know, like, okay. So like this is a little bit intimidating and like you're gonna go through that and you're gonna do this. And like, mm-hmm. how did you do? Like, I don't say that to my buddies. I'm like, dude, get over here, you pussy. You know, like, <laughs> like yeah. Let go of the brakes already, you retard. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> so, uh, that's funny. So I guess like I we're not really... actually like expressing like what we really feel. So like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, with her, like oh, we like, talk things out. You know, it's like <laughs> right. You know, like, yeah. No, I was scared shitless the whole way through that thing, but no, I just made I, it look good. <laughs> I have no, I have no problem telling yeah. whoever, whatever gender, <laughs> whatever age, or whatever, like yeah. that. Uh, if I'm scared of something, like I. I have no problem. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm actually kind of funny. Like, I think was it? I think I was listening to your. I think it was on one of the biker bars where you guys were talking about like um, peer pressure and how uh-huh. you like you like appreciate peer pressure. Uh huh. Right, and I'm I'm kind of the opposite. Uh-huh. Like, like I I don't like it. Never works on me. It doesn't like bother me, but it never uh-huh. like works on me. I'm I'm always just kind of like, 
yeah i you want me to do it that's cool for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it, if it i don't want to do it i just don't do it and i'm usually i'm pretty much in that boat most of the time but i feel like there's some times where where it definitely helps it definitely helps like it, it helps a lot on the ones where like you're on the fence you know what i mean that that's the times that i appreciate it because mm -hmm. for the most part i'm like you dude if everybody's like, dude, just send it. I'm like, whatever, man. I like my feet. You guys can do whatever you want to do. Like, yeah. I, I want to like, like, I don't want to do that. And you're not yeah. going to talk me into it. But the ones that I'm on the fence, like that's when I, I really appreciate it. Because that's the time yeah. that I need like them. My buddy is like, dude, come on. Did you just see all three of us roll through that? Like, right. you can do this. You know, you can do this. Like you've right. led me into something worse than this before. You know what I mean? And you're like, I think. Yeah, and I think that's a that's different. That's like yeah. the like you're riding with people who know you. They know your you. They know your uh your skill level, mm -hmm. and and they they can tell that you're just kind of like mind fucking yourself, and you're just yeah, and yeah. they just you just need them to say like, dude, you have the skills to do this. Like just like you're saying, like you've you've done harder stuff. This or this is just like that one thing. Blah blah blah. Uh, -huh. uh like that like i totally i always appreciate that but the like don't be a pussy you know yeah, like yeah, that yeah. stuff i'm like yeah you can you can get a different ride home bro yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's not that really right most of my friends we don't really do that to each other you know what i mean yeah. like so most of my friends are pretty chill well we'll definitely razz each other but usually more often than not we're like dude don't do that, man. I actually don't, like, <laughs> like, I don't want to carry you out of this, dude. Seriously. Yeah. Have, do you on. have any of those? Do you have any of those people that are just like, you just, you, they just make you cringe whenever you ride with them? Oh, my buddy Moonlight Leatherfoot. Every time we ride, he's the guy that does everything no matter what. Oh, like wow. doesn't have, oh, dude, he's just, a, he's like a, an anomaly. Like, 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 like he's like a cat that has like instead of nine lives like a thousand you know <laughs> and so like he'll like somehow get his way through it and he'll like fall down and be bleeding all over the place and like you're always thinking like today's the day that we're gonna have to call the helicopter to get him but for mm -hmm. some reason he makes it through it right but you're always worried that today is going to be the day that you're going to have to get the <laughs> helicopter, right? So it doesn't make it any better, you know? <laughs> like, oh man, even though you've seen him do a bunch of stuff, and the guy's a good rider, don't get me wrong. It's just he's one of those people that just like the best description of him was um, MTV Savant did a video with me and him once, and he mm -hmm. and he did a little clip on Moonlight, and he was like. You know that voice inside of you that tells you to stop when something's really messed up? This guy doesn't have that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw that one. Uh, I'd like to meet that guy, actually, MTV uh, Savant. Yeah, he's a good what's his What's his name? Um. Oh, God. Now you asked me, I'm screwed. Oh, sorry. I James, shouldn't ask you. James. It's James. James. Okay, yeah. yeah. I always try to like find out what it is, but I can never find it out. Yeah, but, no. Yeah. He, he's a good dude. Yeah. Right on, man. Yeah. Well, hey, dude. Yeah. I, know, I know you didn't want to go too long and it is sunday i'm sure we could maybe they're catching you watch football mm -mm. Nah, me neither at least especially this season anyways mm -hmm. i was just gonna say so i don't know what i'm gonna say anyways dude <laughs> hey dude i really appreciate you getting on the show man it was really fun chatting. yeah thanks for the invite it was a it was a nice surprise 
Yeah, yeah. No, dude, it's super, super fun talking with new people. And honestly, it's it's always interesting to see where the conversations go. I didn't really, I was like, I'm going to talk to him about his channel and I'm going to talk to him about this and that. And here we are. Yeah. Well, an hour and a half we, later, dude. We, have a good we, time, can, we can always do part two. Right? There you uh, go. I'm yeah. have to, now I'm now I'm gonna have to fly you up here. <laughs> yep, yep. I'll stop in Phoenix. Right. Um, yeah, I want to fly out to, to Texas now and hit this freaking park. Let's plan it. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's all go. Yeah. Right on, man. I like I said, t- totally appreciate it. Hey, all you guys listening, everybody that tuned in, thanks a lot, man. I really appreciate all you guys as well. Please like and subscribe. That's the most important thing to me. Actually, don't even hit the like button. Just hit the one next to it, the subscribe button. That's the only one you need to hit. Mm-hmm. If you want to hit the like button, hit it three times because that, that'll show that you have like real dedication. Otherwise, just hit the subscribe. That'll make me happy. If you guys, if you guys uh want to do anything else for the channel, please swing by Patreon and uh and and do a little bit of, there's a buck. You can, you know, like when you get a beer from the from the uh back when we used to be able to go to the bar, you go to get a beer from the bartender and just give him a dollar. That's what you could do at Patreon. Just give me a dollar. Except for you get to watch me watch, watch me drink the beers. So, anyways, um, definitely swing by my Instagram or my Facebook if you if you want some extra content for free. That's at um, Facebook.com or Instagram.com. Do you guys actually need to know the URL? Probably not, but it's slash slash biker B1, B1K-E-R-B1. And uh other than that, man, do you do you have anything you want to say to anybody? Before? Do you have like yeah, a sign off that you do on your channel? Yeah. Uh, I usually just say like, I'll see you next week. But I always tell people to have a rad day. There you go, dude. That's awesome. I'll, I'll let everybody know one thing. It only takes a bike to be a biker. Get out and be one.